All right. Uh, so lately, as in the time of recording, uh, we I have seen you in my live charity Pokemon trivia. Yes. Of which you have done quite well, actually. Uh, you won the first one, um, and you were uh, a contender for the second one. Against um, all odds. Against You say against all odds, but I was seeing your answers, and you clearly know your stuff. Like, I'm curious <laughs> like, uh, as to, beyond Pokemon, which I can already tell you you're a fan of, um, what are you, you know, what are your biggest obsessions what are you a fan of um a big nerd about i guess i guess pokemon has to be the biggest one um certainly certainly the lengthiest like i mean i'm i'm 29 i've been playing pokemon since i was five years old um have you played every single game i have not played i think diamond and pearl at all okay and I haven't played... Not a big loss. <laughs> Don't let Reddit hear you say that, especially with the oh, remix no. coming out. Well, with the remix, now you have your chance, right? Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. probably still not going to. Sure. <laughs> uh, and I, I started Sun and Moon and never finished it. And by the time Got I it. was ready to pick it back up, they already came out with the, the Redux. So I'm like, ah. Mm. Well... I don't know. I like. I don't know why that killed my whole mojo about it. Um, gotcha. But uh, okay, okay. But yeah, I don't know. I had a weird. I had weird beef with Gen Four. It felt like all it was was a bunch of uh, additional evolutions and no original content, mm, which is not yeah. entirely true. Uh, it's uh, you're not entirely wrong though. Uh, I'm also very down on Gen Four. And people listening to this are gonna be like, "There's gonna be some people out there who are like, ah, how dare you!" But Gen Four is the worst. Like, it, it, like, I think it has the weak, some of the weakest designs. I don't like the evolutions of the original Pokemon. Uh, it gave us Togekiss though, and I quite like Togekiss. I love, Togekiss a, I love a good. big blimp. Yeah, you got some good designs in there, and there are some good trainer designs. But a lot of also a lot of the gym leader designs I thought were pretty weak. Uh, it gave us Cynthia, who I do love Cynthia. Cynthia's um, grand. Cynthia's grand. But I otherwise, I'm like, eh. And also, I think the villain is terrible in, <laughs> in, in Diamond Pearl. Do you, do you know Cyrus? I have heard discourse about Cyrus. Really? What, what discourse <laughs> have you heard about Cyrus? I didn't. So I didn't know enough about the whole situation to really follow the, the Reddit okay. thread. Um, okay. but people have very, I don't know, he always comes up, and I'm not, I'm not sure what that's about. Interesting. Um, I just um, see people get big mad about, about the Gen 4 storyline, and I'm not sure why. Oh, uh, I just, my whole issue with him is that he's just very boring. He's very, his whole thing is I'm emotionless, and I want to, I think it's like, destroy all emotion, or get rid of all, em- something like that. Um, it might not be entirely right, but also I don't care, listeners. Uh, but it's something to that effect of like I want to suck out all the emotion in the world or joy, and I'm like, cool. Sounds like somebody sounds like saw the what, 2006 Christian Bale vehicle equilibrium and went, ah. Somebody uh, decided they wanted to become the essentially a Care Bears villain. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's just how I feel about Cyrus. 
Now with uh, the Arceus game, are, are you interested in that? Because I'm very excited about that. I'm deeply excited about that. I'm normally, so people keep describing it as Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. Now I haven't played Breath of the Wild because I'm terrible at open world games like that. I'm oh, okay. patently okay. terrible at them. Um, and I've, I've often been told it doesn't matter. Um, and that I would enjoy mm-hmm. it anyway. And that's probably true. Um, I think with that one you might. Uh, and because I'm not really an open world game person either, but mm, I guess my question is then what what about open world games is like a either a struggle for you or a deterrent for you? Um, I am pretty bad at I guess. Well, I'm pretty bad at making decisions, honestly. Mm, um, okay. so it's like I love I can do puzzles, like give me. Give me a uh, Legend of Zelda Sudoku. Like, give me okay, one right okay. answer to this problem, and I'll figure it out. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's my. Maybe that's. I'm just telling on myself in my extreme lack of any creativity whatsoever. Um, just perfect okay. for somebody in the performing arts to admit. So, like, if I throw you in a in a sorry to interrupt. So, if I throw you in like a giant world, you're like, oh fuck, you're plagued with indecision. Is that essentially? Yeah. Um, okay. I spent, I spent, you know, and I, th- I don't think this is a, an uncommon issue, but I spent about eight and a half hours total building my Skyrim character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, I think a lot of people have that problem with, char- with you know, yeah. hyper customized, mm-hmm. you know, character creation. But yeah. if that much of a decision was, was so taxing on me like you're gonna give you're gonna give me all of this skill tree like you're gonna make me decide what i want to oh god like oh no Mm, okay okay which i do enjoy final fantasy for it's like you know i can spec different characters and specific things god and have a balanced party which is also how i play pokemon i sit down and i plan out like here's what my end game team will be Mm, no, that's that's pretty common. I can respect that. Now, have you ever tried Breath of the Wild at all? I played it for about an hour and a half, uh, like the mm-hmm. first hour and a half of the game, um, not too long after it came out. So it's been okay. it's been a hot second. Um, what and what did you think of that hour and a half that you played? I really, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was wonderful. Mm. It was very, very, you know, it was visually stunning, um, sure. and. I guess, you know, that early in the game, there's only so much that you can aim at, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think if you had interest, it would possibly work for you because I think with that game, it, it does a pretty good job of, um, instead of, like, uh, throwing all these decisions at you, you can kind of just go, oh, I see one of those towers over there. I just want to go to that tower and just, go to that tower, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, if you happen upon stuff along the way, then you can kind of, you know, oh, I see one of those shrines there. Okay, yeah, I'll do the shrine along the way. That's kind of how I took, you know, the approach it, as opposed to being, like, you know, uh, uh, intimidated. I went, you know, I'll just, I, I got time. You know, I got time. I'll just enjoy myself and then this, and sort of fight, figure out what happens along the way. Um... That was sort of my approach to it. Uh, whereas with stuff like Skyrim and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I can understand because 
I couldn't really get into Skyrim. Um, but that that's also because I'm not I'm not really a high fantasy person. That was kind of my my biggest obstacle with that. Um, now outside of video games, what are, are some of your other interests? Naps. Uh, I Naps? am. I'm one of those. Uh... I screwed myself over where I did that thing where I monetized all of my hobbies, and now I need new okay. hobbies. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So uh, now being a, a you know essentially a full time um, actor and writer, I'm like I gotta get into something else that's just for okay. me. Yeah. And I haven't found anything like interest I... you or like ooh this could be like something I'd be interested in, but you haven't fully plunged yet. I like the idea of being someone who, like, knits or crochets. Okay. Like, it, the complete lack of, you know, modern technology involved. I can just sit there and, and you know. I have an image of me, you know, as an old lady on my porch, you know. Have you done any knitting or crocheting before? literally never literally Not never once. got it but you're, you're, <laughs> but you're like the idea of it sounds good okay. yeah and i get it because you know you also get a thing at the end right you're like oh i made this yeah i understand i can yeah, wear this I, now i totally get that because i'm like yeah that'd be fun to do actually not, not necessarily with knitting but with like other throwing things where it's like oh like <laughs> I'm, I, I'm so lazy because it's like cooking right are, are, do you cook at all because i'm not, i don't cook but I'm like, it might be nice to learn how to cook. Then I <laughs> don't. <laughs> I just don't. I just, I'm so lazy. Do you, I don't know. Uh, I are bake you, a lot cook? more. Than oh, I cook. okay. Well, that requires like a lot of patience and skill. Uh, what What are some of your um, specialties in the in the baking realm? Uh, <laughs> uh really, uh, early on in my life, I got very good at making Madeline cookies for. I uh -huh. guess obvious reasons. Um, was that intentional? Uh, uh, it was. You, you're like, mm. uh, I started. You're like, I'm gonna be that person. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so you know when you take your like foreign language class in like middle school, high school, and they make you pick like a Spanish name or a French yes. name for that mm -hmm. class. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't have to change it because um, also at nice. the time I did not go by Maddie. I could not stand people calling me Maddie until I was like uh, already an adult. So it was strictly Madeline. Um, strictly in, Madeline. Like, and like my family, wow. my family still calls me that. And now it's weird when other people call me Madeline. I'm like, I'm not related what, to you. Why are you? <laughs> what prompted the switch to Maddie? I had a teacher my senior year of high school. He was my, my high school history teacher who was the mm -hmm. coolest dude on the planet. Uh, he called me Maddie whether I wanted him to or not. And uh, mm. originally I was too afraid of him to correct him. Yeah. Um. He's very intimidating, like very intense individual, like ex-Marine. Um, but uh, he wound up being one of like my favorite people of all time and certainly one of the best teachers I ever had. So when sure. I got my like, I got like my summer internship out of, out of high school. They're like, uh, do you ever go by Maddie? And I was like, well, I guess I miss Dr. Igo enough. So sure. Yeah, mm. let's do it. And for, just from then on out, I never had a problem with it. Um, okay. Okay. So like, it's like someone who you respected was like, I'll give this to you. I'll bestow this nickname upon you. And you were like, yeah, I get, I kind of be a Maddie. Okay. Uh, was it used like before you were kind of like, like, 
like no no i'm madeline like fuck you (laughs) oh yeah that's exactly how it was Uh (laughs) Mm, i see i see my parents have stories about like me as like a five six year old kid like correcting my doctors Mm. who would try to you know which is it's and that's a weird thing that i think people always do like my um my acting coach for a long time um his name is gregory and he mm-hmm. and I asked him once, I was like, do you prefer Gregory or Greg? And he goes, I prefer Gregory. And that's what I introduce myself with. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter to people what I introduce myself with. They're going to call me, you know, like whatever they and, you know, at some point I had to learn to pick my battles. Mm. Um, I as someone with my name, I can understand that feeling because it's like I, I almost I I almost always correct. If someone goes, because the most common thing people will do with me is they'll go for the sung, right? Uh-huh. Like sung, um, and uh, if they do it like once, I might go okay. But if they do it, um, depending on how comfortable, if I'm very comfortable, I'm just like, oh, by the way, uh, sung one, you know. And they're almost mm-hmm. always very just, oh, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sung one. Uh, there are there have been a couple times though where I'm in like a let's say, like, a professional situation where it's, like, oh. I'm, like, it'd be awkward to just suddenly, like, all of a sudden just be, like, oh, it's someone, you know, I don't I don't want to appear, like, you know, host, not hostile, but you know what I mean? Like, a yeah. little, like, a little, it, it, it and I, sh- I know I shouldn't feel that way because I should just be, you know. But I totally but, get what you mean, though. I absolutely yeah. understand that. It's such a, I mean, it's, it's such a personal thing yeah and you you're absolutely so well within your right to to correct people about that yeah but but sometimes so like for example sometimes like in a vo session like with the Mm -hmm. director i've never worked with or something um who doesn't know me like personally or has not heard of me or whatever uh and so it's like okay in my mind i'm like i mean i i i'm I'm only i'm only gonna be here for like the next two hours like do i need to like even bother right like yeah yeah that sort of thing and even saying it out loud now i'm like no i should just say something and maybe i will the next time it happens but (laughs) there will be rare rare times where i'm like ah fuck who cares but um there and this this didn't always be uh always used to be the case like i used to be a lot less um how you say not bold but a lot less adamant about it there was one <laughs> uh con i went to I, and you know what you know what happens with this usually the person who's saying it is like they're so nice and i'm like yes you know yeah i yeah, almost yeah. don't want to like you know yeah like throw them off like i i was at a con and my handler who uh i ended up you know getting along really well with but uh he he called me sung like the entire time, and I didn't correct him till the end because I was like, "Oh, he's just—he's so nice." I just, yeah, I just, I just can't. And then, but that thing, I was like, "Just, just so you know, like you—you've been great." I just, because I just wanted to let you know, and he was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely." And I'm like, oh, "I should have just should have just said something." But um, before I forget, you mentioned uh, names in uh, classes. For, and I just wanted to throw throw out there that my my name in French class was uh, Vincent. Ooh, uh, Vincent. Très chic. Uh, and I and I chose it 
uh, because of Final Fantasy VII. I uh, so that, knew it. Yeah. So I mean, they gave us a list of names, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna be motherfucking Vincent. Uh, so, um, but with you, you lucked out. You you never had to change your. No, change your I didn't. Uh, people just pronounced it with two syllables instead of three. Uh, Mad- Madeleine. Uh, Madeleine. Madeleine. Which is also Madeleine. how my grandmother Madeleine. says it. Uh, she's the only one. Um, yeah. But uh, oh, uh, 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 I used so I used to work at a I used to work at a church. I worked at like this okay. like cool like non denominational hippie church, and like mm-hmm. half the congregation was like retired lesbians. Um, by which I mean they're lesbians who were retired, not that they're retired from being. That's yeah, weird. They, not they were yeah. done being lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the first time that I ever visited this place, just to like make sure that it was going to be somewhere, uh, I felt comfortable working sure. there, uh, was just in the, in the, in the foyer, there was just the sweetest, most adorable, kindest old man I have ever met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And when I introduced myself, he misheard my name as Maggie oh, and then okay. turned around and was introducing me to other people as Maggie. And I was like. I am, for the opposite reason of my high school history teacher, I'm like, I I would just feel bad correcting you. I'm like, you're so nice and so adorable. Yeah, I'm like, right. I, I can't, oh my God. Like I, and I was like, if I take this job, I'm, I'm prepared to be Maggie for the rest of my life. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I will dig this grave. I will grave. do this for you, yeah. Now, did you eventually, I assume you eventually corrected people? Somebody else did. <laughs> Okay. Somebody else corrected him for me. <laughs> yeah. And what was his reaction to it? Uh oh, he I mean he apologized profusely and was sure. you know, s- still unbelievably sweet and I told him as much. I was like, "You're just you're just so nice. I just I felt bad like telling you that you had done something incorrect." <laughs> it's like Yeah. I never want to like, tell uh, you that you're wrong. You're beautiful. I I do love that you were prepared. You were like, "I will Looks like I'm Maggie now. Uh, I have to change my name. The rest, the rest of this job. Now, what were the like? What were your duties at that job? Uh, I was their officially their their quote unquote admin assistant, but really okay. I was. There were only three employees for the entirety of my time there. It was my mm. minister, me, and our finance manager, who only worked about four hours a week. Mm, um, I see. So it was just uh, a lot of it was housekeeping and ordering supplies and making PowerPoints, you know. Gotcha. Um, and you mentioned like you you want you wanted to check that it was something you were comfortable with. with. Is it because you're like not religious yourself, or were or just were like I want to avoid like, one of those bad churches, or? But I mean both. Living in living both, in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I can imagine. My family was totally totally secular. Um, and mm-hmm. the only, I think I've only, like, bef- before that job, I'd only been to a church service twice. And it was, like, after, you know, sleepovers with my friends when I was little. Mm. And I all, I was a very shy kid. I was painfully shy. Uh, and going into this new place with all these people I didn't know and being singled out as the new person. And they were trying yeah. to do it in a very, you know, brotherly. Welcoming way, Welcoming yeah. thing. But I was like. Please do not perceive me. It's like, the, did they ever make you do the thing where it's like, oh, we got a new a new visitor at the church. Stand up. 
for everybody? Did they ever do, do, do that? Uh, if they did that, I have blocked it out forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That uh, or have you been to a Catholic uh, Catholic service? No, I haven't. Oh well, <laughs> I understand there are like rules in Catholicism. There, yeah, it's like so. Whenever I uh, like uh, go to my uh, my wife's uh, family's like one of their services or whatever, it's just like I always describe it as like a party, but you're not allowed to do half the things there. <laughs> like uh, you're not allowed to do the. Oh God, people are gonna get mad. It's fine. I don't care. I. <laughs> I, I have made I have made tweets about this in the past, and I, I did get get some people riled up. Uh, but I I described it. I'm not allowed to do the crisscross applesauce, whatever that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that, or you know, go get the 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 drink the 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 Christ blood uh, and all that stuff. I you know, um, there's all these. Uh, That's when you start rich... taking your own wine. Yeah, exactly. I get, right? They probably uh, frown upon that too. Probably, um, but yeah, there's so it, it's very much like uh, let's see who the who the non-Catholics are because they have to just sit there while <laughs> everyone else does the thing. Very, it's very interesting, um, uh, and I won't go into further detail just because uh, <laughs> I've I, I I've I've made my tweets that I still think were were funny, but um, there was <laughs> uh, a, an incident I think a couple of years ago where I made some tweets and then a very very like. Uh, super ultra conservative, like I would say, vaguely far right, like website was like, look at this, look oh, at this. Oh no! Uh, per- yeah. Uh, so I it unleashed an army of wonder, just absolutely wonderful folks on my. Yeah. On my, on I bet that mission. was a fun couple of weeks. Oh, it was. It was just an absolute ball. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh. And for listeners who are religious, I have I have absolutely you know no no issues with yeah. uh, religion. Uh, my my father is actually a, a pastor, uh, and so really? I'm no stranger. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm no stranger to you know um, to religion and all that. So you know, I, I never wanted it, you know my comments to be like <laughs> like uh, uh, fuck all fuck religion. Like I you know uh, now there's you know, I think with a lot of things, you know, there are great people who are religious and there are not so great people who are religious, but it doesn't have anything to do with like religion itself. And some uh, of them go to a... the same buildings every week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> um, I do remember when I was interviewing for this job, um, it was super casual. Like the job that I had previously was down the street from a coffee shop that my minister could walk to from her house. Mm, So she's like, Oh, do you just want to meet up after you get off work at this job that you want to leave and come have a cup of coffee with me and talk? It's like, uh, Mm. yeah, absolutely. I do. And she opened with this very like, okay, so we're a very loving, inclusive LGBTQ friendly. And she was saying it like, like, is this okay? And you can tell oh, that yeah. like people had had weeded themselves out for this job just with sure. that in the past. Yeah. Um. And I was like, if that was not okay, she's like, I, I I told her I was like, I looked you guys up, and if it was not okay, I wouldn't be sitting here. Um. Mm, yeah. Uh. And, that, and that's great though. That. Yeah. I mean, not it's it's not great that she had that to she be felt so like worried. She had to, yeah, because yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I'm I'm glad to hear that it was like a good a good fit. Yeah, and she like um, she was a theater person, and and she's uh, she used to do anime. Like, oh really? Yeah. Wow, okay. So I would tell her like, hey, I have to leave like 30 minutes early. I have to go do a go do a thing, and she was always incredibly understanding. She would help me do audition prep for musicals. <laughs> wow, that's great. Uh, yeah, man, she was cool. I should call her. Yeah. Uh, now I. Uh, I am wondering now with your, so you mentioned musicals, I knew you did theater. Um, and so are you like one of those, like many other actors who that was your, was that your start, like doing theater or were you one of those who, cause for some people, you know, they started in theater and then they kind of fell into the voiceover. Some mm-hmm. people, you know, like from being a kid were like, I want to be, I want to do voiceover. And also I'm a nerd. A lot of us also are just giant nerds. Like I want to be in, you know, these things. And then they got theater into theater and then that led to it. Like, what was your sort of path? Um, I never intended to do voiceover. Um, I was, uh, I started doing theater in high school. Mm -hmm. And at that point, cause like all of my friends, like my really close friends were into community theater Mm. and, uh, I had some, I had some, you know, preteen FOMO. Uh, so sure. I joined theater when I was a freshman in high school. And uh, I had a very, a very strange and rocky uh, relationship with educational theater all through high school and college. Like, okay. occasionally to the point where I'm surprised that I'm still, like, doing the thing. Mm. Um, I had a lot of very odd, unusual experiences, but... The best ones were always with professionals that I was going to continue to work with in the future. So I was like, mm. okay, let's, yeah, let's do this. Like the very first, um, uh, the very first play that I ever worked on professionally, uh, Aaron Roberts and Austin Tyndall were in the cast and mm. they oh, both okay. yeah, do yeah, a, yeah. a buttload of anime. Um, sure. and they're, you know, they're two of my favorite people on earth. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that like that whole show was a was a blast. Um, and I. I wound up, you know, I wound up majoring in theater and I was going to be a stage manager and I was going to do spreadsheets all the time. and It was going to be great. Mm. Um, and then I I finally started like building an acting resume when I graduated and stumbled on a an open call for for Funimation. And I was like, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Like, back when they used to do that. When was, yes, yeah, so, I mean, wondering, so year, like, you remember when this uh, was? That was, when? I think my audition was September of 2015. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and when was the last time they, like, even did, like, an open audition? Is that something they even consider anymore? They did a... <laughs> the last time I was aware of them doing any kind of open call thing was... People who had like other local theater people who had submitted resumes before, but had never been Mm. called in for whatever reason or had never been able to make an audition. So it was a Mm. it was a very weird closed open call. Um, I see. But this was a full on just straight up open call. Yeah. Like there used to be a there used to be an email list that went out every week with all of the uh, ongoing audition listings for like the next month. Um, mm. in the like across the entire DFW Metroplex, um, and I was looking through, I was scrolling through, and I went, "Oh, hey, there's a yeah, okay, I'm an actor. I like anime. I grew up watching anime. Like, sure, let's go sure. give that a shot." Um, and Tyler Walker ran my audition, 
And he had like I submitted I submitted my headshot and resume, you know, mm-hmm. because that's what you that's what you do when you schedule an audition. And I I walked in and Tyler Walker had printed out my resume and was like looking over it. And I was like, okay, you know these people and you've worked with this and you've done training with these people. Like, okay, yeah, I've worked with, I know these people. And I was like, now I am, it took me a very long time to become aware of how weird that was. Mm, Okay. And how unusual that was. Mm -hmm. Um, was. What was the first role you booked? Uh, what was it? Um, that or maybe the first like one you remember. I did the very first session I ever did. I was doing a Wallace session for a show called Showman Sample that Aaron Dismuke okay. was directing. Mm-hmm. And uh, about six, eight months after my audition, Tyler brought me in as a little supporting character. Um, in a show called Three Leaves, Three Colors, and mm-hmm. showed me the ropes and, uh, you know, taught me, you know, how to how to read anime scripts and everything. Sure. And, uh, you know, kind of held my hand through all of that. And um, <laughs> I've, I recently went back to, to watch uh, one of those episodes, and I was like, oh, I <laughs> was so new. Mm. <laughs> I was so green. Yeah. Um, and, and not too long after that, I auditioned and booked two anime leads almost in a row, like within the first year of my my initial audition, which is also apparently stupid and obscene. Um, <laughs> and what what were those what were those roles? Uh, one was Akari Mamiya in the Aria the Scarlet Ammo spinoff, mm-hmm. and one was Eruchi Tanda in Hyoka. Ah, Hyoka. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's very underrated show. It's um, gorgeous. It's the only anime yeah. I've ever gotten my mom to watch all the way through. Wow! And that, <laughs> did she enjoy it? <laughs> she loved it. Um, she did. It's really you know, sweet. She would, you know, look at the TV and then look over at me and then look at the TV and then look over at me and she would just like she would stare <laughs> at me when Chitanda was on screen and be like, "I don't get how that came out of my kid." <laughs> like, that's, um, I think I met I yeah. met Dallas Reed for the first time um, after that show had wrapped. Uh, he played Satoshi, mm-hmm. um, and we had talked on Twitter, and uh, we're like, "Oh, we're we're gonna be in the building at the same time. Like, we should meet in person because mm-hmm. you're really cool." Yeah. And he came over to say hey, and I went, "Yeah, hey, what's up, man? It's nice to meet you." And he goes, "You don't sound like I thought you would." <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That Patrick Stewart gift of acting. You know? Acting. <laughs> acting. Uh, yeah, I mean, for those of you who haven't listened, who haven't watched uh, Hyoka, it's just, it's a, just a wonderful, just slice of life mystery show, but the mysteries are all like not high stake, which I love. They're just super charming, mundane. Yeah, super like, mundane mysteries of Somebody locked life. a door. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody lost a thing and just this the uh the main character just or uh uh getting so excited. So excited about these little mysteries while, you know, the main male lead is like, hmm, I don't care about any of this, but you know Everything's he boring. does. Yeah. Cause he um, has a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just 
so it's so good um, and it's just visually stunning oh yes i mean it's, it's a one of the most shows so yes it's just yeah gorgeous show um so highly recommend it to anyone listening who has not not seen it in whatever language sure yeah you don't need to yeah. watch it you don't need to watch it in english to make me happy i just yeah, want to talk about hyoka I mean, but if you want to listen to our fine guests here, then watch the English dub uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoy it. Now, um, I like to give the guests an opportunity. Is there a question for me that you would like to ask or a topic you would like to bring up? Ooh. Uh, and if not, don't worry about it. But, you know, if you got anything, throw it at me. Oh, my gosh. All I can think of right now is, like, what are your top three breads? Uh, I didn't okay. prepare. I should have uh, prepared. Yeah, no, if you if you think of something else, go for it, but I'll I'll start with that. Top 3 bread. I really like I like a good sourdough. Um, okay. Mhm. Uh I can get into a good rye bread as well. And hmm third bread. I'm not I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a bread bread noob. I'm just I'm not like I'm <laughs> Or I mean, what are some of your favorite breads? Maybe that'll get my gears turning. Uh, I mean, I like a, I like like a rosemary bread. Mm-hmm. I like a, a good, crunchy baguette. Mmm, my baguette is good. Yeah. Um. You got a third. One of those giant, flaky, way too buttery, super Texas biscuits. Mmm, it's also a good answer. Yeah. Thing for my third. Oh man, I got. I'm like. I'm like tempted. I'm gonna have a list of bread. A list. <laughs> list of breads. Um, because uh, while I do love talking about food and I can talk about food for hours, um, I'm not one of those people who's like a bread expert. Uh, I just um find myself more focused on what's within the bread. Although I do, I do appreciate a good bread, of course. Um. You know, like, uh, I'm, I mean, a baguette is a great answer. Um, and if you leave them out good. too long, you can hit something with it. That's true. Um, a good brioche is just real nice, real nice. I think, I think I'll go with a brioche as my third. Uh, that's that's a good pick. Yeah. I, I do like a good brioche. I guess there's a um, I guess there's a question which I'm yeah. sure you've answered a thousand times. But what was it that made you want to start doing your try everything of X product? Mm, I wanted to do that because uh, I ha- whenever I would go to the gro- hmm phone call probably spam. Uh, I would go to the grocery store uh, and like for example, I think it might be one of the first ones I did too. Uh, you'd go to the Oreo section, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and you'd see there's like 30 fucking Oreos, and you're like, my God, like, what do I choose, right? Like, I mean, if I'm going to get Oreos, you kind of look at all these things, and you're like, oh, I kind of wish I just knew what all of them tasted like. And then <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was like a thing that people did on YouTube. Like, you know, the, you got like channels that do that. And I was like, you know, I've always kind of wanted to try doing that. I think it would be fun. Uh, so fuck it. So I was like, you know, I, did, I, I forget which one I did first. It might have been Pringles or Oreo. No, was it Lunchables? It was, oh, God, was it Lunchables? I'm going to check real quick. Because <laughs> the Lunchables one was terrible. Just absolutely oh, terrible. Oh, no. Um, are you a Lunchables fan? I, well, I was when I was 12. Yeah, they're no good now. 
that. <laughs> like now um, that now in the year of our Lord 2021 or now that you're an adult? Um, uh, hmm. Now that you're an now that I'm an adult, most okay. likely I'm sure as a kid I would still like them, but Okay, yeah, it looks like it was Lunchables first, the, for the, the first big one, and that was just me being like, you know, I haven't had a Lunchable in, you know, obviously, like, a very, very long time. I wonder what they're like, you know, I think it'd be funny if I just got all of them. So I just got <laughs> all of them. Uh, and I was, because in my mind, I was like, if they're bad, it'll be funny. Uh, and they were. They were very bad. <laughs> what and was the worst one? Good, I guess I could watch the video ooh, and find out. You know, you could watch the video and find out, but if I, if I remember, uh, they had, I think the worst ones were, like, just ones that were just, like, basically the equivalent of just a sandwich, but it's like, why would I pay for this? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, even, like, the cracker sandwiches are way better, mm-hmm. and those aren't that good. Like, those are just, like, you know, charcuterie for a toddler, right? Yep. Like, so... So, and, and there's not, not nothing wrong with that, but they're not particularly great. Um, so there was ones that were like, it's a sub, quote-unquote, just like two pieces of bread, like one flimsy American, like just cheese and like yeah. bad turkey. Oh, gosh, I, I remember those I, now. I remember what they looked like. Yeah, and I'm like, why I could make, I could make a better sandwich than this for cheaper. Why am I, it, it was just <laughs> awful, and there were so many of them. Um, but yeah, it was just a natural curiosity of like, I would love to try all of these. I well, find... what's stopping me except my own cowardice, <laughs> right? So, and then it just launched into a th- whole thing. And now it's kind of funny. Like I, now that I, sometimes it'll absolutely kill like an urge to eat something like. Permanently um, forever. <laughs> yes. Like uh, I never need to eat. Like what's an example? Like. Pop tarts. I don't really need to eat uh, pop tarts anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not bad, but I don't eat them. Um, whereas with other stuff, like I, I will always love chips, like potato yeah. chips, no matter what. So those are very joyful for me. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I did like one where I ate every Subway sandwich. That was real rough. Oh um, God, what? It, 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 not in a row, not or not in one sitting, but it okay. was still. I was like, that sounds was like a, a bad word. time. It was just a staggered couple weeks of misery uh <laughs> just like lunch again um i i i, view, I look at those videos as almost like half me just you know i do love I, ge- I do genuinely love food and talking about food and voicing my opinions on food and then half performance art just like pe- people are tuning in to watch me suffer uh <laughs> in some of them like and i do suffer and it's it's, it's for the craft um, but yeah, like any true say, artist, that's like exactly, exactly. Hurt for your uh, art. Is there a food like for me? It's potato chips. That's my vice. That's my. I can eat this forever. What do you have a food that for you is like? This is my cereal. Ooh, interesting. So I was gonna say What's, my my. I want to try everything. Food is always cereal. What is your go to cereal? Your favorite cereal? cinnamon toast crunch. That is very solid. Uh, There's been a lot of my meals over the last year and some change. Nice. I don't eat cereal anymore because, one, if I buy cereal, it's gone in a day. Like, it's just, (laughs) 
like uh, you eat one bowl of cereal, at least for me i eat one bowl of cereal i'm like cool i got milk left cool let's have another bowl mm. and you know what why not a third a third bowl to <laughs> top it off for, for dessert days like that yeah exactly so i'm like oh it's oh it's a giant box of candy that i'm gonna eat because <laughs> i think i i you know i think it's nutritious for some reason when it's not um it's fortified and it's fortified sure um but on top of that there's also like although i've i think i've since fixed this problem but you know i i had my lack my lactose problems so that would that would come to bite me uh mm-hmm. in the ass maybe kind of literally uh in a sense <laughs> and so but then i discovered a2 milk which now i'm like okay i think i can eat cereal now uh, i don't know if I'm you know pretty what a2 big milk into, is. i don't i was going to say i'm pretty big into oat milk for a lot oh, of cereal okay. not all cereal but Mm, I see. A2 milk is essentially so there. So there's lactate, right? Which yeah. Has, but that still doesn't fully work for me. And then a friend of mine was like, "Have you tried A2 milk?" And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And they were like, "Okay, so essentially, in milk, for some people, they instead of the lactose being the problem, it's I think A1 vitamins or something like something in the milk, like A1 something, is actually the reason why." And I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, and then I heard like a radio ad saying the same thing. I was like, is this fate? So I was like, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll try it. And it absolutely Interesting. It was I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's in, it's in most grocery stores, I think. You know, just A2 milk. And so I thought I was lactose intolerant. But it was interesting because it was like, but I can eat like cheese and I'm not, I mean, I'm fine. I don't have any issues with cheese. Uh, ice cream still fucks me up no matter what. But, um, like, yeah, cheese on, like, I was not, it wasn't all lactose. And then I tried A2, I can drink a whole glass of A2 milk and be absolutely fine, which was not a luxury I had even with, (laughs) even with, like, uh, lactate, uh, without getting too gross. With real milk, it'd be a problem. With lactate, it would be... Not an ideal experience still in the bathroom. Not a, not a, not a problem, but not like... Just a discomfort. Uh, you know, I would love a, a firmer experience in the bathroom, <laughs> I'll say. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it would still not exactly work. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just fucked on milk. But now A2 milk, it's, uh, it's great. It's, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Because so. I, I, can, I can still handle regular old milk at this point but i have noticed that as i approach 30 cheese approaches poison oh interesting interesting i was gonna say like you know your ability for drinking milk you know that's that's a uh the luck of your your whiteness because you know are you are you aware of the uh uh asian genes with lactose i've heard about that Yeah. yeah um uh it's just a thing where um uh, I think it's, I don't remember the exact statistics off the top of my head, but it has to do a lot with like, you know, in Europe, you know, there was a lot of milk drinking and cheese eating. And with a lot of, you know, Asian ancestors, there was not, a, there was not a lot of dairy in their diets. Uh, and it's just sort yeah. of like, uh, passing down your, the genes sort of thing. Your um, body learns to process, you know? Yeah, exactly. What um, you put in it, which is also why I can never eat Taco Bell. Mm, uh, interesting. Because I've never, surprisingly, 
never had Taco Bell. Yeah. And I think if I do at this point, I will instantly perish. Hmm. And have you had, I mean, assuming you've had like actual Mexican food, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But there's nothing from nature in Taco Bell food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Some people it does really fuck them up with, but mm-hmm. interesting. You would you ever try it just to see? I feel like at this point it's it's funnier if I don't. Yeah, I have a friend who has a similar bit. I think with Arby's, they're like, I've never eaten at Arby's, <laughs> and kind of don't need. I don't feel the urge to. I'm like, yeah, I guess I can respect that. Uh, yeah, even though I, I even unironically though I like Arby's. enjoy Arby's. Oh, I, I love Arby's. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me those curly fries. And, uh, listen, any establishment that lets me just pump horseradish sauce onto shit. Uh, right? I, I, love, I, love their, I love horseradish, so I'm like, fuck That's yeah. a perk that you don't get many places. Mm. And I will say, something that sucks about where I live now is no real, not a lot of Arby's in L.A. That's, I'm, I'm so used to Arby's Damn being, it, L.A. Arby's being like a thing because I, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, and mm-hmm. Arby's is everywhere. Arby's is always back. Like McDonald's, Burger King. Oh, there's an Arby's. Shit, I'm getting hungry talking about Arby's right now. I, I was about to yet. say, as soon as we get off this call, I am going to Fuck. go down the street to Arby's. Oh shit, I am so envious of you. I, <laughs> oh god, like I'll pack up and uh, I'll USPS you a beef and cheddar. Please, please do with horsey sauce, so it's extra disgusting and. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, Arby's is not a thing here. I mean, it is, but I think I'd have to drive like over an hour. It's like, I'm that's Arby's isn't worth that. that much. Arby's is, should be 10 minutes away and you can get it right away. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, now for you, is there any, uh, let's see, this would be fast food specifically, but is there any, well, I guess first let me ask, have you always lived in Texas? Yes, I was oh, born okay. I was born in Austin and uh my family moved up to the DFW when I was only about a year old. Um gotcha. And yeah, I've been basically in the same place ever since. The house I grew up in is literally down the street from oh, wow. the house I live in now. That's, um That's cool. Um uh, yeah. I was going to ask if like let's say if you had moved if there was any like restaurants or fast food chains you missed, but I guess then my I'll I'll change up the question. Then let's say if you whenever you travel or if you did move theoretically, what would you miss? Uh, Lou Malnati's in Chicago. I oh, miss all I, all yeah. of the time. Lou Malnati's is good. Yeah, I um, love a deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer deep dish to to New York pizza. Ooh, that's controversial, but okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, and my and my friends who are from New York still love me in spite of that, which yeah. uh, is a testament to their character. Sure. <laughs> um, I love, I love both, but yeah, Gosh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, if about- I moved away from here, I would miss Whataburger. Hmm. Do we need? To, I can't do. I, need- do I can't do In and Out. Do I need to get into this now? I. Oh. I'm very unimpressed by Whataburger. Uh, I've had it a couple times. I don't get it, but I would love... Go, please pitch me on the appeal of, of the Whataburger. Uh, well, I guess I should ask you first, how do you feel about In-N-Out? It's fine. 
okay, well, huh. I was about to be like, you know, if you said that you just loved in and out I'd be like, well, there's your problem. It's mm. just a, it's just the other side of that coin. Yeah. Um, Whataburger quality, I think, has slipped mm-hmm. uh, in especially recent years. Sure. Um, but it just, it always is a, just a good, like, TV commercial worthy burger. Okay. Like, okay. like you, you'll see a, you'll see a McDonald's ad. Sure. And it'll be like, that's a good looking burger. And then you go get it and it's just a little flat mm, mess a little pop, where everything yeah. is, yeah, every part of it is the same temperature. Gotcha. Uh, one of those like, like you know, kind of like a cheeseburger in a can kind of a deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing to do with Whataburger Burger yeah. is very slightly burn the edges of the burger patty. Okay. And toast, uh, toast the buns. Get your buns toasted. Do you ask them to do that, or is that something you do on your own? Uh, you can ask them to do it. Okay. Okay. Um. um all right. Give it a little extra crunch. Yeah, a little bit okay. of an extra crunch. And I've always really enjoyed um, their, like, veggies and stuff. Okay. Um, like, I think there's a, there's a very nice, like, textural and, and temperature balance in a well-made Whataburger. Mm, okay, okay. You get cool veggies and hot, soft meat and cheese. A so bit you're, about to, you're about to try to pitch me on the, do you remember the mech? The McDLT or whatever the fuck it was called. No. <laughs> the McDLT. The uh, let me find. I I believe it was that. Yeah, the McDLT. It sounded like Tigger. In, 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 infamously uh, advertised in a musical number by Jason Alexander in the eighties. Um, the McDLT uh, was a burger where the meat and the veggies were in a styrofoam container, separate, and you oh. to keep the meat hot and keep the veggies cold. And then you like flip them to you close it and flip them together <laughs> to make the burger. Um, I have to find this ad. Horrible for the environment because it was just ridiculously big styrofoam containers for no good reason. It's not like it did anything for the experience. Like supposedly, yeah, no, you, you got to keep the burger away from the veggies to keep the maximum cool and fresh. No, absolute nonsense. But yeah, yeah. You, you owe it to I yourself just, and everyone listening to this. Look up Jason Alexander, McDLT, and it's just, it's, uh, it is quite a commercial. Um, I'm on the page for the McDLT on the McDonald's uh, fandom wiki. Oh, fuck. There's a wiki? Okay, holy shit. <laughs> There's a McDonald's wiki. Now, I could talk about missing Mc, or past McDonald's items for a whole, but I have no idea if you know any. Do you, do you, so... You I know to... they used to have pizza. That's true, they did. I never saw that, but I'm curious as to what it was like. Um, but I mean, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. I could talk about McDonald's, but I'm getting sidetracked here. So with the Whataburger, <laughs> you know, the next time I'm in Texas, I should give it, an, I always give it a fair shake. And I should just approach it that, that way. I should approach That's it that way. That's all I can ask. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, it's the, because... Uh, for you, is do you do you think of it as the best burger in of all of all the chains? And it's fine if you do. I'm curious. Of the of fast food chains, yeah, I would take a I would take a water burger over pretty much anything. Hmm. But okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> next time I'm t- I'll just I'll, I'll try it again. It might be a thing. 
Like, the first time I ate Jack in the Box, I thought it was disgusting. Um, <laughs> and, then this, and then the second time, I was like, it's disgusting, but I kind of like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, with Whataburger, maybe it's a thing where you, it's like, you know, you have it a couple times and you start to start to crave it. Uh, and to be fair, I have not had it in a while. Have you ever done a Whataburger breakfast to yourself? No, I have not. I've heard that is pretty legit. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the honey what's butter chicken? Honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah, that's what everyone says. The honey butter. Yeah, that's okay. where you start. That sounds good. I I'm definitely interested in that. I was gonna say my the crown for me goes to Steak and Shake. I love Steak and okay. Shake. Okay. Um, are you do you have Steak and Shake at all? Have you ever had it? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to go to Steak and Shake like after rehearsals in college. There's one like right down the street. Um. I love mm. those crispy patties, crispy, crispy smash patties. Uh, another underrated chain, I think, is Culver's. You know Culver's? I know of them, but I've never been to one. Culver's. You got smash patties. They are butter burgers. They put a little melted pat of butter in the burger. Uh, oh, for dear the, Lord. For the extra death. And um, they do, you can get cheese, fried cheese curds on the side. And you can get cut there. Instead of milkshakes, they're just like custard, like custard shakes oh my god so uh, is is culver's like fast food or fast casual like a steak and shake it is fast food it, 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 yeah it's it's just it's okay order off the menu it's it's a midwest thing i had there were a bunch in like michigan they it's pretty great uh i do like it a lot um Ooh. so if you are ever if you ever find yourself near one i'd say it's worth checking out um absolutely yeah. no you've sold me already yeah um now uh one one last thing um so <laughs> uh god we keep talking about food um so my mind is still on food actually i'll, I'll give you one so instead of <laughs> instead of talking about food is there did you think of anything else you wanted to ask or bring up as a last as a last topic otherwise i'm just gonna go down this food train no, let's go down the food train. Okay, let's go down the food. Toot toot. Um, so let's say you, something I'll, I'll ask people because you, you mentioned, you know, we mentioned kind of cravings and that sort of thing. Um, something I ask people is like final meal. You know, what's your, what is your final, like, Ooh. you know, what's your final meal look like? And you can choose with, yeah, anything you want. <laughs> so knowing uh how <laughs> knowing how my body is beginning to process dairy sure uh if i'm being if i'm being executed yeah. i'm gonna make this horrible for everybody else involved yeah uh after uh <laughs> upon my death um let's see uh i think i would have to go with some kind of really heavy like carbonara mm, pasta dish yeah mm-hmm Get that good bacon in there. Yeah. Um, something very buttery, very creamy, very eggy. Mm-hmm. Um. Gosh, I mean, we'll see. If I have to pick, man, if I have to build one meal, this sucks because I would. I just want to be like, I want a whole thing of this and no, no, like that, a steak I encur- I encourage and like that. A this. It's your last meal. It can be as big as you want. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, some kind of big heavy pasta dish, probably sure. like, or maybe something with like basil in it. That'd be nice. 
Let's say, let's say, like, if you want five things, there can be five things in this meal. So you your carbonara. Or the All right, my four. carbonara. I will have, uh, I'll have a chocolate and banana milkshake. Nice. Give me that. Um, you're really gonna give them a hard time after this, huh? I yeah, am. Yeah, I respect. Uh, it. Let's do some let's do some fried chicken. Yeah. And then like a uh, a baguette and like a nice like camembert or something. That's a great that's a great final meal. That, that Yeah. Decadent and I uh that's great. Um for me my answer has always been um you know karibi, the Korean spare ribs. Yes. Um just <laughs> a giant platter of that if I can choose my mom's recipe. Uh, just give me that and rice, and let me go to town. I'll just, uh, well, if I can pick some other stuff, maybe, uh, maybe some, some bone marrow on this over there, and maybe some, some oxtail, just a bunch of, uh, for me, my mo or my most favorite foods are the real decadent fatty meats, you know, the, those are my... I was gonna ask, what is, what is bone marrow like? Oh, interesting, you never had I've it. I've never tried it. No, uh, it, but it, my... Uh, actually, at the end of the month, my mom is getting all of hers replaced. Hey. Oh, uh, well, bone marrow um, essentially is, it's like meat butter. So it's, <laughs> it's sold. It's delicious. So, I mean, if you like baguettes, um, you know, what it's usually served with is like a crostini or something, right? So you take the, you take the bone marrow, you just spread it on like a crostini or, you know, that's one way to eat it. And you just, it just tastes like really rich meat butter. It's it's delicious. Like I, I have to find out where in Dallas I can eat bone marrow right now. Yeah, I think like some like not not like fine dining, but maybe like a you know like a even like some pretty like casual high end places will have it. It's you mm -hmm. know usually they'll just bring it to you. It's just straight up roasted bone, uh, and they give you a little spoon and you just scoop it out, uh, and they might give you like um. What the fuck do you call it? Like, is it parsley? It's some just some. I always just put that aside. I'm like, I don't need that. Give me the bread. <laughs> Maybe some sea salt. I don't salt. need this green shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's very, very good. Um, if you like, if you're the type of person who like enjoys a nice, well marbled steak, you know, with the fat and everything, or you know that sort of thing, then bone marrow is yeah, very, very good. Um. So. I think I I think I would react to bone marrow the same way I reacted to uh, escargot. Mm, yeah, escargot is great. What, how did you react? <laughs> yeah, to it? initially like that is think like that is not a thing that I think I want to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, upon upon having it actually described to me, I was like, oh no, I would I would eat the hell out of that. Did you ever eat it? Escargot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why well, did you like it? I, I love it. Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, just take it and cook it in garlic butter or whatever, and yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, I, here, yeah, you could you could dip anything in garlic butter, and I would eat it. That's true. Have you ever had uh, sea snails? No, I haven't. Um, there's a Korean dish. Um, I don't know how many, like, what kind of Korean places are in your area, but um, it, uh, it's called Dolbengi Muchim, and it's a, essentially a snail salad. It's basically okay. you take a bunch of these little sea snails, um, uh, and it's it's mixed up with a bunch of veggies and a really nice you know red spicy sauce, um, 
and it's it's served cold and it's it's really tasty um i would describe the little the snails as like i mean are you a fan of say i mean you've had escargot but you know it's like the yeah. same it's it's kind of like you know people it, i mean it, essentially sea snails are just you know like you know something like calamari or you know octopus right if you mm-hmm. or if you've had those it's just you know chewy but tasty in fact i think little, less yeah. chewy than um say like octopus or something but um they're great it's it's it also it's often like uh at a bar you know you're like okay let's let's get like some of this some gorbangi muchim you know Ooh, all right it's good shit uh, i want to eat everything right now i also <laughs> want to eat everything right now God. and actually on that note like while i could keep talking about food i think uh it's been an hour we can wrap it up here so i can eat after this i'm fucking hungry. yeah go eat but i'm just gonna uh, say uh oh yeah what, what were you gonna say I was gonna say, uh, I did try jellyfish for the first time. Oh yeah, recently. what do you think? I don't know if I would do it again. I honestly am not that big on jellyfish either. I... Purely a textural thing. I couldn't. <laughs> for me, it was just like texture was okay, but flavor wise, I was like, I'm not. It's okay, you know. It just tasted like like salt and sesame. Yeah, I had it in and a that's... Chinese. Uh, it was more like a sweeter sauce, and I was like, okay, yeah. That's fine. Not something I would go out of my way for, but I'm glad I tried it. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, now, uh, where can people find you? People can find me. Uh, I was going to make a joke about my home address. Please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Maddie Morris VA. That is M-A-D-D-I-E-M-O-R-R-I-S-V-A. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Maddie Morris, M-I-S-S, and then my name as I have spelled it previously. Um, sometimes uh, I have a Facebook uh, page, like a fan page, uh, that you can probably find that I don't really update, so maybe don't focus there. Um, and uh, yeah, ooh, uh, depending on, I guess, when this goes up, um, I'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, the weekend of October 14th. Oh, this will definitely not be up. So, if, okay. so you know, if you went, uh, thank you for going. <laughs> thank you for going. <laughs> yeah. Thanks uh, for everybody that I saw in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, uh, what podcast mixing and producing is Oh, it's, like. not even, it's not even that. It's that, uh, and I guess I can say it here, like, uh, the, I, I record these way in advance. Uh, so I, be- I yeah. believe it. Because sometimes people will like listen and be like, "Why are they talking about quarantine? Get out of your house, man! Quarantine's <laughs> done." And it's like, yeah, that's because this was recorded like three months ago. Like, I'm sorry, like, but anyway. Also, yeah, there's still a pandemic. There's also still a pandemic. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, s- smart view listeners have figured out. Oh, you know, they're talking about something that happened like a long time ago. But yeah, anyway. Uh, go check out Maddie on on those social medias. And uh, this was a delight. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. You're so much fun. I love this. Oh, thank you. And you are so much fun as well. Oh, shicks.